All right. Well, hey, I'm, hey. I'm uh, <laughs> going to try and be the host of this thing. Okay. Yeah. Since Michael's not here, Michael is uh, out of town right now. Coach is out of town. And so it's just going to be me. I'm, I am Ben, and this is Aaron, and this is Coffee with the Pastors. <laughs> oh, without the coffee. Without the coffee, with only half the pastor. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to still give this a shot, and hopefully it'll be worth listening to. <laughs> And if not, then I'm sure um, it will be. It'll probably be more worth money listening back to. guarantee. You will give your money back if it wasn't worth listening to in the end. Uh, so <laughs> we're sitting here in um, we're sitting here in New King Church in South Burlington, mm. Vermont, in the pits of our church, in the very valley where the children learn, <laughs> where the children come and and us spawned to be kingdom citizens. Yes. Lights. <laughs> Kingdom of lights. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, so <laughs> yesterday, Aaron preached, and he preached a message on um, Matthew 28, 16 through 20. 20. Do you even know the Bible? Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, and preached a simple message on the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was good. It was really great. Thanks. The testimony was really powerful. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that. I encourage you to go back and listen to that. If you haven't heard that message mm -hmm. yet. But um, Aaron, why don't you give us just a brief uh, recap of what that was? Okay. Yeah, so uh, basically... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the, the main thing that I got out of this, this passage that I wanted to communicate to the church was, um, uh, really it, it came out of that part in verse 20, teaching them to observe, or as it says in other versions, obey all that I've commanded you. And just realizing like the, the kind of the inception going on in this, if you've ever seen inception, right? It's like a command within a command right yeah and how it's like um this this is the command to obey as well right? yeah we are commanded to to teach others how to obey the commandments and this is a commandment that we're being commanded so we're yeah. teaching others to teach others to obey yeah and um and and what the the implicit obedience in this mm -hmm. is the obedience to the gospel right that's why the first thing that they were being sent out to do was to teach the nations to obey the gospel, mm -hmm. right? Because he starts out saying, I, you know, all authority has been given me on heaven and earth, all the nations, I have authority over, but they have not subjected themselves to my authority. Uh, so therefore go and make them my disciples, yeah. right? Teach them how to obey me because I am their authority, but they're not obeying me. So teach them to obey me. Mm. So, um, mm. yeah. It, it, and, uh, so yeah, I, did that explain, I guess, was that a good summary? Yeah, yeah, it was a good summary. Yeah, okay, go. I'm bad at summaries. No, that talk, was good. Talk, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, one one thing that I thought was really, really good, something that we've, we've hit on before, but you, I think just needs to continually be taught is that repentance is an important part of the response to the gospel. Yeah. yeah. Right. So um, I was really glad that you talked about that. Uh, I know that right. not that a lot of people don't understand this. 
Mm -mm. So tell me, Aaron, is repentance needed for a person to be saved? Yes. (gasps) Ah! (laughs) That's what I was saying. And I'll tell you what, I did get some stares. (laughs) You know who you are. (laughs) I got some stares like people going. (laughs) And I I was just like, I was like, not looking at Explain this to me because. Explain this to me because yeah. because we know right. we are saved by, by grace. grace. I was gonna say faith. <laughs> by grace through faith. So <laughs> that's not repentance. That's not repentance. That's not repentance. It is. Oh, ding! <laughs> okay, explain this to me. So uh, yeah, that's and that's actually like a, kind of a shift I had to make because I, I was actually while I was studying this. I mean, first of all, you're seeing people. In, the, in Acts and Jesus himself, telling people not just, hey, believe in Jesus in their gospel proclamation. They're saying, repent, repent, right? So that I had to, first of all, like, that, that's kind of the first thing you need to do is realize, actually, yeah, they're preaching repentance in the scripture. So then, of course, yes, repentance is necessary for salvation because obviously it's being taught or taught. Um, so now, okay, so what does that mean? That's, that's the clincher. And um, uh, and, and that's what I talked about in the sermon. It's the Greek word metanoia, which means to change your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, okay, so, and I, it's still unclear to me. Like, I was like, how do you, how deep of a change is this, right, that we're talking about? Yeah. And, you know, still, I could even say it's a little, still kind of vague mm-hmm. uh, for me. But I think I really like what John Piper said. And I said in the sermon what he said, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like, it's not the changing of the deeds. I think this is where people get confused in it, mm-hmm. where they're like, wait, you're saying repentance. You're saying people have to change their actions to be saved. That's how people right. interpret it, right? Yeah, which, is not, which is works. Yeah, yeah which is works. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, we're not saying that. Um, but it, it's a change of mind about, that, uh, about Christ, right, and my relationship to him. And then once that repentance changed right, right there about your sin, about your, um, so you're changing your mind about uh, how you were living your life, what you believed about God, what you believed about how the world works and, and mm-hmm. about uh, where you're spending your energy and your time. What's worth it? What's worth it in your life, right? Mm-hmm. What's worthy? And saying, uh, I'm turning from that to Christ, to God. Um, and then the fruit of that, is going to be the change of lifestyle, right? It's a change of mind that leads to a change of lifestyle. And then that's repentance fully played out. Yeah. And that's what John- So a change, in, a change in how you're living is a piece of repentance. It's it is. The fruit of it, right? That's, that's where it gets confusing, right? Right. And yeah. so repentance is a change of mind. It's a change in yeah. what you treasure would be one way of saying it, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. I mean, that's the parable of the man who finds the treasure in the field. Right. Um, and without that, you cannot claim to have put your, your faith in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can claim it, but you'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. Right. I guess that's what we're saying. I guess that's what we're saying. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> well, it's all through the scripture. It's not just in acts, right? I mean, you, yeah. you made the point, I'm pretty sure, in the sermon that Jesus preached this repentance. Yes. Right? Um, The summary of what Jesus preached is 
repent for the kingdom of, of heaven is at hand. Yeah. That's what he preached. Change your mind. Yeah. And, and some of that is a change of mind about who Christ is too. See, there's a lot going on there in that repentance. Yeah. Because the Jews thought he was not God, right? They had to change their mind about who he was. Right. Right. And that's part of, you know, repentance from sin. It starts with a repentance of your attitude, your attitude towards God and mm. towards Christ. Mm. Once you can actually see how worthy he is, once you can truly fear him and love him, mm -hmm. then your actions can really, yeah, can start changing, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a deep, it's a deep thing. And I, I think of um, one passage that convicts me about the idea of that you said that, like, um, unless you repent, right, you're not going to heaven. You will perish. You will perish, right? There's, there's that passage, unless you repent, you will perish, which in the context he's talking about, uh, he was talking about different people that had died and because the people were asking him like, oh, what about those people who died? Were they, did they deserve to die? Yeah. Right? And he's like, uh, well, what about the people who died in that tower that fell recently? Did they deserve to die? Uh, it's all the same. If you don't repent, you will perish, right? Yeah. Um, but I also think of um, the passage in 1 Corinthians, I believe it is, uh, where uh, Paul's talking about people like, he, he lists all these different kinds of sins, right? Sexual immorality. Um, I can't remember all of them. Um, the one that's like, that really... Uh, Ryan's people's gears as it mentions homosexuality mm -hmm. um, and it, but it says like um, none of these people essentially will enter the kingdom of God yeah none of these people will enter into heaven mm -hmm. and then he says uh, such were some of you mm -hmm. but yeah so such were some of you and, and so they repented mm -hmm. is the idea um, and now they were on their way to heaven yeah so mm. gotta change your mind you have to change your mind. I don't know. I, I wish I could make it simple. It's like so simple when you think about it. Cause like, how, of course, how would you right. expect anything else? Of right. course you have to change your mind about it. And the way that we talk about repentance a lot of times, I mean, I, I, I have used it this way a lot of times is a turning away from doing life your way, yeah. which includes that's, your sin. Yeah, that's, and that's it's cool. turning to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I see that as being also a good description of repentance because when and like you use the um, Acts 2 and Acts 3 yeah. um, at the end of Peter's sermon there in Acts 2, mm. when the crowd is cut to the heart and they're like, okay, yeah. what do we do? You're, you're like, tell me how to respond mm. to what you've just told me. And his words are repent and be baptized. And so turn, turn and be baptized. And then the one in... Um, in Acts three, actually says, "Turn, turn, turn to, back to God. Turn back to God." It depends on the translation. Some just say, "Turn back," but others say, "Turn back to God." But then, mm -hmm. essentially, that's what it's saying. Yeah, turn back to God. Repent and turn yeah. back to God. And then, and then, and to help it like get tangible for people, I like that picture of. Um, I can't remember where in Acts this is. You probably know though. Is those people who repented of sin and they were. What did they do as their act of repentance? They burned their books of magic. Yeah. They had a bonfire yeah. burning their books of magic. Yeah. Yeah. And so they said, like, yeah, you can't hold on to these things and still keep following Christ. These things are antithetical. They yeah. go against each other. Burn it. Get rid of it. Yeah. And, and that's where, like, um, that's why this is so important when I talk with people, like, like students, people in the church. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm all about Jesus. Mm -hmm. But then they don't want to get rid of fill in the blank. Right. Zacchaeus is a good example. Like the evidence of his repentance was, Lord, I, I pay back everyone that I've wronged. Yeah. Um, 
No, there's evidence there. John the Baptist, when he preached, he preached a baptism of repentance in paving the way for the Lord. Um, and, his, and, and his preaching included like actual ways that people could live that out. And, and it was different depending on, you know, if you're a soldier, you shouldn't, <clears throat> I can't remember the different yeah, specifics, yeah. but like, if you are this person, this is how you can live this out. And if you're this person, yeah. there's actually a soldier action. stop extorting people, yeah. I think was one of them. Yeah. 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 And I, um, and, and just to give context for the listeners, it's like, cause I don't know if I we actually explained this part where yeah. this is essentially why we're talking about repentance in the context of Matthew 28. Right. And that the Great Commission is that this is what part of what Christ has commanded us, right? Teach, so teach them, the nations, all that I've commanded you. So what are the first commands that Christ, that you have to obey? Well, it's believe in Jesus mm-hmm. and repent from sin, which is, is really one thing. I, I try to make that clear yeah, in yeah. the sermon. It's that's really, thing. yeah, it's not two different actions going on. No. It's like, that's one action. That's why I said it like it's a coin. Two different sides of a coin and that coin is obey the gospel that's what it means to obey the gospel and um anyway so the, the point is that when we go out to make disciples and share the gospel with people i don't even like that term share the gospel honestly because i feel like it's a lot weaker than what christ demands of us in the great commission share the gospel it's like oh i just talked with someone i'm like hey here's my experience or hey here's uh what the gospel is the content of the gospel but that's not it we're actually called to call people to obey the gospel Mm. see the difference there it's like i heard uh i read this article from the gospel coalition about this exact idea by saying the words sharing the gospel Mm. is weak sauce and that was the title (laughs) of of the topic Uh, no i'm kidding but anyways and he was saying like it's like if uh if you have a uh, baseball coach he's not going to say to his people just the whole time hey toss the ball you gotta, you gotta toss the ball to the person, right? No, he's saying like, throw a strike, give him heat, give him hell, you know? <laughs> and so he's like, he's like giving them like exact phrasing to yeah. tell them exactly how they need to throw that ball to strike out the enemy, right? Anyways, and so, um, so how we talk about it really does matter, I think. And the point is we're supposed to call people to obey, to believe, to, to make an action, not just here's what the gospel is, but obey it, believe it. Yeah, kind of sin. You get to see the difference yeah. there. It's like it's, yeah. it's leave, very different. We leave out the the call part. Yes, exactly. so often. Yeah, yeah, hmm. um, yeah. Well, so you in the in the sermon, you you were really challenging us to <clears throat> um, to do what is actually being commanded of us in this in the Great Commission to go and make disciples which includes um, calling people to obey the gospel and to be baptized. Yeah. So um, you you talked about that. You talked about um, how throughout the book of Acts, we see there's one way that people keep responding to the gospel. And what is that way? Well, I don't know what. Oh, oh, baptism. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, baptism, which is, you know, it's so funny because I I think that, um, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like, I just feel like in my experience as a growing up in an independent Baptist church, it's like we almost wanted to avoid so much the idea that you could be saved by baptism, Mm -hmm. right? 
like as if baptism saves you, that we didn't want to make that a part of our gospel proclamation. We yeah. didn't tell people and get baptized. Yeah. Because we were afraid that you, they think like, oh, so that's part of how I get saved, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, no, that, but that's, we are commanded by Christ to tell people to be baptized, to believe the gospel, repent of sin. And yes, we're also told to tell them to be baptized. So no, we're not saying just to, so you hear it, from the horse's mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was weird. That was so, so weird. weird. I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Can we cut that out? Um, uh, anyways. <laughs> no editing on this. I don't know how to edit. <laughs> We're stuck with it. It's done. Um, so I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that we're, we're not saved by water baptism. <laughs> um, we are we're saved by believers. Is what... Christ has commanded us to call people to as a response mm -hmm. to the gospel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we, we are commanded to do this thing. Um, you know, yeah, m make it clear to people, like if they're wondering, no, this is not the thing that saves you. I, I thought I made that clear, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. But um, you're only saved by faith in Jesus, right? Um, and sometimes I, I will do that actually. Like I've done that in the past where if I'm telling someone about baptism, I'll say like, okay, so now tell me back, what saves you? Just to make sure, like, did you yeah. hear me wrong? And then they're like, oh, and it's amazing how many times this happens. I think it's because they literally weren't listening to me. Yeah. They're just like, oh, going to church and uh, uh, believe um, uh, and, and getting baptized. And I'm like, you weren't listening, were you? <laughs> you weren't listening. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. And so you gotta you know, correct them again. But so that's why you ask questions. Anyway, that was when I was a young evangelist. Oh, back in the day when I went to New York City on my open-air evangelism tri trips. Anyways, um, yes, yeah, so water baptism. It's, the, it's, the, it's not just that Christ commanded that uh, for us, but that's enough, right? That's enough. Yeah. But it's the precedent of the early church in Acts. That's just what they did. Every time you see somebody come to Christ, they were baptized immediately. Baptized. Water baptized. They were eager. Yeah. They were eager to do the very first thing that Christ had commanded them to do. Yes, yes. That's what the Holy Spirit, mm. giving a person new life, produces an eagerness yeah. to begin to obey. Mm. And so yeah. I think it's like, why, why is this ever something that we would ever argue over, whether or not that somebody should be baptized, like, or whether they have to be baptized. It's like, right. do I right. have to obey yes. Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, right. it, it's, well, yeah, you do. Um, is that what saves you? No. Um, but you do have to obey it. He's, he, I mean, it's kind of like, it'd be like if, if you, it, let's say that you proposed to some woman. At, this seems a little personal, I don't know, all of a sudden. To, <laughs> if, if you wanted to marry a woman, not that that happens. <laughs> And she said to you, yeah, I'll marry you, um, but do we have to do the rings? Oh, I'd be offended. Like, do I have to wear a ring? And, you know, <laughs> rings don't make you married, right? And you would say, <laughs> no, no, they don't. It doesn't. Want, but why don't you want to wear the ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you want anybody to know that you're married yeah, to right, me? There's right. a problem. And, and can we not do the ceremony? Yeah, right? Essentially, it's yeah. not just that. Like, Can we skip okay. the ceremony yeah, and yeah. somehow still be married? Right. And that's and it's funny because that's totally where our culture's at, right? Where we don't like ceremonies. We're like, oh, that doesn't matter. Ceremony doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, 
all that matters is what does matter? And people start questioning everything. They're like, well, if I just go to a judge and get this thing signed, then I guess we're married and it's fine, right? It's mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, yeah, that's true, but like, this is this is your wedding, right? right? This is your marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a, you should have actually a ceremony is a good thing to have. It's a celebration yeah. of what you're doing. It's an exchanging of your vows. Yeah. So I, you know, I could talk about that for a while because I think there's a lot of parallels actually to that in our culture where we, we like to deconstruct everything. And so that thing is the first thing to go. Baptism is the first thing to go. Like mm -hmm. ritual ceremonies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like communion, first thing to go, right? Yeah. And um, marriage, first thing to go. That's what, what's going away right now in our culture. Um, church membership, that goes away. Some of you know I'm actually uh, referring to some of you out there. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> And it's like, I don't want to like have this uh, thing of commitment. Yeah. This, this sign of my commitment. Rather just yeah. pretend I have it or say I have it. I so when I, when I look at the Bible and I question it, I say, okay, where are we getting off from what we see in the scriptures yeah. when it comes to evangelism? One of the things that was coming to me is, well, it seems like we've tried to lower the bar of what it looks like to begin to follow Jesus. And we said like, well, okay, you know, in an attempt to make it easier or something yeah. more appealing, it's like, we've lowered the bar. We're like, well, you could just pray this in your heart. And, yeah. you know, we're not going to mention baptism right now. We'll talk about that in a few months after you've been going through our you know, discipleship class for a while, then we'll spring that on you that, oh, oh, baptism is important to be in there. Like, what? what? And then we're like, you know, and, oh, church membership yeah. would be good too. It can't but, be that important. You know, it's like we've lowered the bar yeah. and, and even by, and I think this is really detrimental is when we've taken repentance, any talk of repentance out yeah. of our gospel proclamation. Man, we have really, we've now we've started to yes. really mess up. Yeah what the true gospel proclamation mm -hmm. in the, in the scriptures looked like. And it was mm -hmm. repent and be baptized. That's how you respond to this, that we just heard yeah. in faith. Right. It's still grace through faith, but this is how you respond in faith. Yeah. Yeah. Repent and be baptized. Which is good. I think that's a good point because I, I, because repentance is just like baptism is a physical thing that you do. You're actually changing something physically. Mm -hmm. repentance you're going to change things mm -hmm. physically like things are going to look different in your life yeah because you repented whereas belief it's like um it's going it should right if it's true belief then it should also because that's just repentance right it's the same thing yeah. but i think it, uh if you just intellectually assent to this thing right like oh yeah i believe jesus mm -hmm. then your life's the same it's like okay you did not do the actual physical steps of obedience which means changing Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know that's a, that's a good that's like it's also kind of the physical sign right yes yeah. mm -hmm. so if somebody wants to go hear the the full-on testimony that you shared uh, i'm assuming that that's part of the podcast that we posted from the sermon but but would you just give us a a, a quick a uh, couple of minutes just tell us what happened when when you know i guess God led you to do some things in obedience and not lower the bar. What was the fruit of that just recently? What was the fruit of it? Um, two baptisms. 
That's, yeah. <laughs> That's essentially right. Well, really more uh, fruit than that even. Yeah. But just, that was like the, you know, if we're talking about mm-hmm. repentance and baptism, I mean, it was two baptisms, but also the, uh, just a, a witness to a whole dorm hall of students yeah. who heard about there's baptisms going on in this dorm room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then six students going to watch the second baptism, unbelieving students, mm-hmm. uh, to be witnesses of it. And I mean, there's still fruit going on in terms of just ongoing talks like um, like one student who's a roommate of one of our students. Uh, he, he, this guy's an unbelieving student. He's, he, he always, whenever he sees us and in his dorm, he would mock us. He, he would just like scorn us. Mm. He, would, he would do things like, oh, hey, you're Christians, you know. Mm. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, we would be nothing but nice to him. But uh, when the baptism things happened, he was really like harsh about it all mm. uh, to his roommate, just like making fun of everything. Anyways, but then he, he actually asked for forgiveness for his. He's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry that I was making fun of you. What? Which is like, it's interesting because like, it's, it's, we've been praying for him. It wow. felt like the Lord was just humbling his heart. Wow. And then the next time he saw us, instead of like mocking us, he just like, he was just like, what? And I'm like, I'm like, what happened? You know? So I, anyways, it's like a good thing because yeah. I think it's fear in his heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So mm-hmm. and I'm praying for him. But um, anyways, there's all kinds of like things, little things like that too, that could become more things. Mm. But you, the, and I think another big thing is that the students are being activated, right? Mm-hmm. Like these, these Christian students who had kind of thought of Christianity as obedience in their own individual lives. Like that was, th- that was great, but it was the extent of their Christianity was, okay, I need to be like um, repenting of sin in my own life, Mm -hmm. but they didn't realize that this is true for them, that obedience doesn't just mean repenting of your sins. It means bringing others to Christ and making them disciples of Christ and teaching them to obey and teaching others what you are learning about Christ and Mm -hmm. his commands. Yeah. Teaching them to obey. So, Mm -hmm. um, so now it's kind of like starting to activate kids to, um, to say, Hey, I, I've got to, I've got to go. And I've got to teach others to obey Christ, obey his gospel, mm-hmm. obey his word. It's just starting, right? So it's, it's new, it's mm-hmm. fresh. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I think Man. there's going to be more fruit from that. Man, so, <clears throat> so we showed those videos. Those are, those are on video. These two, yeah. these two college students being baptized in a dorm bathtub with a bathroom and hallway filled up with all these students. Yeah. It was so cool to see, um, for our church to see, and just a cool testimony of what happens when you go out there with the decision that I'm going to just keep the bar as high as the scriptures keep it, and I'm going to call people to repentance and baptism, and they respond. They respond. Um, that's awesome, man. Um, so I think to wrap this thing up, if you're if you're listening um, or watching online, um, don't forget that part of what God has commanded you, if you're a follower of Jesus, what what it looks like to follow Him is to obey all of His commands, and one of His commands is to go and make disciples, and to baptize them, and to teach them all that He commanded, mm-hmm. uh, and so. 
go and do that with the confidence. I love, I love this that we have at the very end of it, that he is with you always to the end of the age. That if you, if you decide to obey him, uh, he's going to go with you. He, things are going to happen because of him, not because of you. He's just looking for willing, obedient vessels to work through. And uh, he'll use anybody, even Aaron. So Even this guy. Um, <laughs> so he'll use, so he can use you too. Uh, Clearly. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Aaron. I think this was a good one. Uh, turned out to be not too terrible. It was, I think it was great. I think it's better. Let's never have the other pastors. Yeah. On this. <laughs>